This story is called a Shabbos Aveda, which means returning a lost article. It turns out that for an Orthodox Jew, if you find something that uh, belongs to somebody else and it looks like uh, it ought to be returned, you have an obligation to return it to its rightful owner. And that's what this story is about. It turned out a couple of months ago, while on my way into the city, I was on the subway and I looked inside what's called the control booth out on the platform. You know, it's just I wanted to see, you know, what they have in the control booth. There were people in the control booth. Um, I want to see what they do. There's clocks, there's buttons, there's switches. And I just wanted to, you know, watch them do what they do until the time when the train came. Anyway, so I'm looking around in this control booth. Again, I'm looking through the window and I notice there's a bag that's that's on the counter and it looks like one of those bags like the rabbi you know carries his talus and the fillin in and i thought wow cool this looks like there's there's somebody who uh, who puts on talus and fillin here in the morning because there's his talus and fillin bag and I thought, you know, I well, it makes sense. You know, it's people who have to work here 24 hours, and they have to, somebody has to daven. You know, people, if Orthodox Jews do have to daven. So I figured that's what it was. So the next day I came back, and the bag is still there. And the next day I came back, and the bag is still there. And then I thought, ooh, maybe this bag is lost. Maybe nobody's using this bag. So I decided to do a little analysis. I looked at the angle of the strap and to see if the, if the angle of the strap moved day to day. And after two or three days, I see the strap hasn't moved at all. And I think, no, nobody's using this bag. This thing's not being used. And then one day I saw something on top of the bag, and I thought, whoa, this thing is a lost item. So I went and knocked on the window, and I asked the guy, is there a name in that bag? Because I told him that, you know, it's a religious article, and it should be returned to its rightful owner. Anyways, the guy didn't know what was the bag was all about. He said he didn't know whose bag it was, and he put on rubber gloves in order to check it out, like he thought maybe the thing was a bomb or something. In any case, so he looked inside, and he didn't see any name inside the bag, but while he had the bag open, I noticed that inside, in fact, it was a, uh, a casing that had a talus in it and a tefillin, and on the talus bag, there was a name. At the time, I couldn't read it because I don't read Hebrew that fast, and I didn't get a chance to get it. Anyways, I told the guy that it should be returned, uh, but I said, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't mine. I'll see what I could do about it. So he says, you have to contact the manage, the managing director of the that, that particular subway stop. And I went upstairs, and sure enough, there's a sign on the wall. It says, you know, you know, this uh, station is the responsibility of a guy named Joseph Papa. So we all know from the Mahadran, which is when you finish a messet of uh, of Gemara, that you know you have Rovi Ba Papa, Rani Ba Papa, Yosef Ba Papa. So this is I figured this was a good omen that uh, I'd be able to get this bag returned to the right guy because the the managing director of that station was Joseph Papa. Anyways, so I tried contacting this guy, and, you know, he's not there, and he's at a different station most of the time. So 
I, I figured, well, i got to figure out how to get this. And days went by, days went by, and every morning I'd go by, I'd see this bag there. And sure enough, it would be there every day. I think, i got to get this thing. Meanwhile, Passover's coming, and I don't know what to do. I tried dialing 511, which is the phone number for or you know, the MTA. You know, it's just like, press 3 for this, press 4 for that. It's like crazy. You can't get through to a human being. So... Eventually, I figured, forget it, and I get into Passover. After Passover, we get into Sphera, and I want to. I figure I got to try to figure out how to get this bag back to its rightful owner. Anyways, so I ask one of my friends, one of my uh, my chavrusas, about what to do, and he says, "Oh yeah, definitely." He says, "This is like a safer tour. You can't leave this thing there. You have to be, you know, proactive, and you have to try to return this." So I figure, good idea. So I go online, and in the MTA site, there's a place for lost and found. So I figure what I'll do is I'll fill out an application saying that, or a claim, saying that this is my bag, and I'll get a claim number, and then I'll contact them, and, you know, I figured I'll be able to get it back once I have a claim number. So it turns out that that once I have this, you know, I have to fill out, you know, what the color of the bag is and the material of the bag, and, you know, if there's any designations on the bag and what the bag's used for. And then if there's any inside the bag, then you have to define what inside the bag, the material inside the bag. It's like crazy online. You have to do all this, you know, information. But they want to know, do you know what's inside, you know, what the bag's about. Anyways, so eventually at the end of this whole process, I get a number. I get a claim number. So now I, I send an email to the MTA telling them that I've got a claim number and I'm looking for my bag you know, sort of my bag now. Um, and, of course, they write back and they say, no one's turned in a bag like this. Of course no one turned it in because it's in the control booth in the in the switching station at, you know, 79th and Jamaica. So I figure I have to try the phone number again. So the phone number doesn't work. You know, you got push three for this, three, push five for that. This is crazy. So I decided to take the claim number that I have and go to the window the next morning and to ask the guy, you know, can I have my bag? And he says, is that your bag? I said, yeah, that's my bag. And here, in fact, is my claim number with the MTA. So if there's ever a question as to who took the bag, here you have my, this is my claim number with my references and who I am. And you'll see that I described the bag accurately on the, uh, on the claim form. Anyway, so he gives me the bag. So great, now I've got the bag, and now I got to figure out how to return it. So I go back to, I go to work, and I I go to my uh, my work coworker, whose name is Brian, and I said, Brian, do you want to be part of Shavas Aveda? So he looks at me like maybe I said the word wrong, which I probably did. So he says, Yeah, sure. So I said, do you have a phone that takes a picture? He says, yeah. I said, well, let's take a picture of this bag, and I'll send it to my Rav, Rabbi Hochberg, and we'll ask him, does he know anybody whose name appears on this bag, which is Reuven David Menashe. So I, I do all that. I send a picture to my Rav, and he sends me to a website, which, again, doesn't, you know, it's not too friendly. They say, no, we don't have any record of anybody having lost this bag. Anyway, so I send it to... Uh, an email out with some pictures to uh, a number of my other, you know, friends. I have their email address, all the from people I know, basically. Uh, and then I think, you know, why is this not say, you know, Ben Menashe? You know, why, I don't know, Ruvain, David, Menashe. So somebody says, well, maybe Menashe is his last name. 
I said, ooh, that's a good idea. So then I go into Google, and I Google the Ruvain David Menasha. And sure enough, something comes up called called tefillinfinder.com. And I said, ooh, this looks good. wonder why this is coming up. I just put in the guy's name, and all of a sudden, tefillinfinder comes up. So I said, how does this all go, know what's going on here? In the meantime, there's a sub-story going on here I haven't even started telling you about. The, the, within about five minutes of the time I took possession of this bag that morning in the subway, my big toe on my left foot is starting to kill me. It's like I got pain. I got pain in my left toe, and it won't go away. And it's bothering me like it's constantly as I'm trying to figure out where to give this Talos bag, Talos and Phyllis bag to. My left toe on my, the big toe on my left foot is really, it's like I got like a toothache in my left toe. Anyway, so this is just, I got to tell you that part of the story because I don't know what relevant it has, but it is part of the story. Anyways, so I, there I am. And, uh, I've got the bag, and I've gone online, and I see this thing called tefillinfinder.com, and I go inside, and like it scroll all the way down this, like this guy lost a bag, that guy lost a bag. When I get down to about the you know tenth or eleventh one, there's one that says, you know, a Tolleson tefillin bag left on the F train northbound on February twelfth, and I said well, that sounds like me because when I go to work, I wrongly assumed that I get on the train northbound. In fact, I get on the train going southbound, but it didn't make any difference because it has turned out that whoever lost it left it on the train when they were going northbound, and it, the whoever it was cleans the train, took it off, and put it in the switching box room, this control booth, and that's where it's been sitting since uh, February 12th, and I keep seeing it every morning. Anyway, so now I've got it, and there's a phone number there. There's an email address there. So I send this. I send an email address saying I found this bag that belongs to Ruvain Menashe, uh, David Menashe, and there's a phone number. And I call this guy on the phone, and he said, "I say, is Ruvain there?" And he says, "No, Ruvain's not here." I said, Ruvain David Menashe? He says, yeah, Ruvain, now who is this? So I tell him my name is David Weinstein, and I found his towels in the filling bag. He says, you found the bag? I say, yeah, I found the bag. It was at a switching station in the subway. So he says, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. So he tells me that his wife is going to cry when she found it because she made the bag and she did all the embroidery and uh, that he's so grateful. So I tell him, well, you know, you can come get it anytime you want. I'm in Midtown. He says, fine, I'll come tomorrow. I said, okay, great. So anyways, about 15 minutes later, he gets the email from tefillinfinder.com saying that somebody had found it. And he sends me an email back and he says, yes, you know, he sends me a photograph of it. So, you know, for sure it's his. And he tells me this is incredible timing because tomorrow, which is today, <clears throat> is Rosh Chodesh. So I'm thinking, oh, Rosh Chodesh? Hmm. I said, you know, this this young man, because these tefillin are brand new, so it, it's not like it belongs to an elderly guy. It probably belongs to a young bacher, you know, maybe just slightly older than bar mitzvah age. And he's going to need his tefillin for the morning because it's Rosh Chodesh. So I figured, you know what, I don't have sheer. And it's Tuesday night, 
And, uh, you know, I've, I would go to Brooklyn. This is where this guy lives. I would go to Brooklyn for a Vort. I would go to Brooklyn for a Leviah. I'd go to Brooklyn for a Shivakal. I say, I asked myself, why wouldn't I go to, to Brooklyn just to do Shabbos Aveda? So that was it. So I, I, I emailed the guy back, asked him for his address. He probably thought I was some kind of crazy man. But anyways, I got his address. I put it in on Mr. Google again, Rev Google. And sure enough, I have a map. I call the guy up and say, uh, Jack, I'm going to uh, come by after work and uh, bring your son his uh, talus in the filling bag. Anyway, so that's what I did. I got on the train. I went out there. I read my Kamara. I slept. Anyways, I was able to return it. It was a beautiful family, you know, on a quiet street in Brooklyn. And they were very appreciative. The young man reminded me of uh, of the cartoon character with uh, Mr. Peabody and his boy Sherman. So this this young man reminds me of Sherman. He had very cute glasses on, and he was very appreciative. The mother was very appreciative. The father was very appreciative. The older daughter brought me a beautiful, you know, a glass, glass of water. Anyway, so I told them a few stories, and they told me a few stories, and that was it. I told them, look, it was important never to be Mayish. That uh, that when something happens like this, you never understand what's going on. That we've all lost things, but it's important never to be my eyes, especially on a religious article. You know, if you lose uh, a watch, it's one thing. If you lose your wallet, it's one thing. But when you lose something that a course Borchu gave you, like a religious article, like a talis or a tefillin, or uh, something that you know, mom is a safer. So it's important not to be ma'ayish. You never know when Akkosh Borhu has a great plan for the whole thing to work out and someone's going to be able to perform the mitzvah of Shabbos Aveda. And that's, that's the story. So anyways, it's called Shabbos Aveda. Uh, if you find a lost object, don't give up. Try to return it to its rightful owner. Uh, it's a very rewarding experience. Have a good day.